to the ALT Insider Podcast, dedicated to making you have the most fun possible while living or dreaming about living in Japan. Whether you've been here for years or are just starting to consider it, we've got you covered. And now, your host, broadcasting from somewhere in Japan, James. James here, coming at you with episode number 136 of the AOT Insider Podcast. Thanks for coming in today. And before I get too deep in this episode, I got to let you know, of course, AOT Insider Podcast is a proud member of the Japan Podcast Networks. Go to japanpodcastnetwork.com and learn about other podcasts that are all about Japan. So this week, the Learning Japanese episode. Um, before we get to that episode, of course, I want to say, if you haven't listened, thanks to Hiko Simon for coming on last week. That was a good episode. You know, someone I've known for a long time. I think it came out really well. So if you haven't listened to that, go sure check it out. I'm sure any, most of the regular listeners, though, have already heard that because it's doing well, well on its way to become one of the most listened to episodes of the year for sure. So thanks for Hiko again. Also, I want to say, if you haven't yet already, where I got the idea for the solo show was from the Discord. If you haven't get, joined the Discord train yet, I recommend you do. It's free. It's cool. It's people talking, like-minded people that are inter- interested in Japan. Some people that are jet hopeful. Some people that are current jets. Some people that are ALT. Some people that are not doing anything like that are there. We talk about stuff. I open it right now. We're talking about judo. We're talking about studying Japanese. Uh, what else people are talking about? We're talking about all kinds of stuff. Vaporwave, I see. Streaming up. We're talking about a lot of stuff. So it's a cool place to hang out. Talk about stuff to do with working in Japan, for sure. So go check it out. I will leave the link in the show notes page at ALTinsider.com for sure. And that's actually where I got the, the suggestion for this episode today i want to do a solo show because i've been kind of going interview crazy the last few weeks so it's good to have at least once a month to have a solo show so that will be this week and uh, yeah someone said about learning japanese episodes so here we go i kind of shied away from doing a learning japanese episode because i've written about it in many places you know on my site for sure learning japanese guide alt insiders learning japanese guide is there there's also my tofugu article you know, kind of covers everything I need to cover. So what you're going to hear is nothing new. If you'd rather read than listen, please go there, altinsider.com, learning Japanese, and you'll see uh, everything I'm going to say here. There's nothing new, no new information going out here. I'll try to add some interesting points or something to make it worth listening to, but the basis of what I want to say is in those articles. So uh, go check them out for sure. And another reason I didn't want to really do this episode is because my own learning Japanese journey has stalled immensely since... Uh, I've had a child, two children actually, and uh, yeah, the time, free time I used to once, I once had, has, has went extremely, extremely way down. Uh, you know, it wasn't uncommon for me to take do on a Sunday, study eight, nine hours, something like that. That was that was just a normal Sunday. Now, obviously, I do have, I don't have that kind of time. My study study has a uh, trickle to a halt, and I, you know, another reason is now that I do translation for a job. Once you're kind of doing that for money and stuff, like you learn what you have to learn to do the job, and then kind of I don't, ex- I'm not expanding my knowledge at all. I'm just stuck in doing that, and that's what I do. And I think there's a, my Japanese skill itself has went way down. Um, you know, I did pass N2 a few years ago, many years ago, not many years ago, more than a few years ago now. But I thought if I'd take it now, it would be, it would be an iffy one for me. I'm sure I wouldn't be a sure thing at any case. I. Uh, you know, I, I plan on taking the N1 before, but then that kind of time again, couldn't have time to study that. And N1's very intense, so hope to get the N1 before I go back to America for sure. We shall see where the time can come from, though. But, you know, that's enough about me. I did pass the N2, and hopefully some of you out there are hoping to do the same thing or higher. I recommend, you know, if you want to keep going, please go. Get a job working in Japanese, that's cool. So these are some of the fundies that, uh, you know, 
will help you do that. Um, again, everything I'm going to say is can be found elsewhere. ALTinsider.com, Learning Japanese Guide, uh, my Tofugu article, AllJapaneseAllTheTime.com is another site that I borrow heavily from. The, the process here that I took was basically whatever, what exactly what he did. So, again, let's get into it though. But that's just if you want to if you want to read more about this, there's many links that can help you. I'll put them in the show notes page, ALTinsider.com. Let's get to it. So, you want to learn Japanese, right? So, first thing you got to do is figure out why you want to learn it. Because if it's just some kind of small thing you just want to do, you're not going to do it. You know. It's just not going to happen. So you have to first ask yourself, how are you ready to do this? You know, are you ready to really do it? Right. There's no halfway. And one thing I like about Japan is people don't have like half hobbies. You know, they have a hobby and it's their life. So if you really want to learn Japanese, it has to become a part of your life. There's no kind of, well, I'll do, I have some free time every Sunday. I'm going to go to my Japanese club and do that. That's not, it's not going to happen that way. It might be fun. You have fun talking to people and, you know, learning some words in Japanese, but that's not how you're going to get to real levels of, of being able to work, being able to talk to people, stuff, right? So you have to ask yourself first, am I willing to do this? Am I willing to go all the way? Because I think you really have to go all the way to get to any real meaningful level of Japanese, right? Above the kind of just, I can talk and say, yeah, I'm feeling good today, or how's the weather? That kind of, above that level, right? N2 level, at least, right? So first, ask yourself, are you prepared to jump in the deep end, right? Prepared to take a bite out of the big sandwich, I don't know, that doesn't make sense, that metaphor, but you know what I mean. Are you prepared to go all the way? Once you've answered the question, and once you've asked yourself that question, and the answer to that question is yes, you're ready to get going, right? So first thing you have to do, is stop what you're doing right now and learn hiragana and katakana, right? Now, those are just the alphabets of the, the Japanese written in. There's another one called kanji, of course, but we're not going to deal with that now. The hiragana and katakana is the basis, the, the Japanese alphabets, right? You need to learn these. There's no magic formula for learning these. Just writing them down many, many times and uh, writing them down again, writing them down again, saying them out loud, writing them down again, saying them out loud. You can really do this in a weekend. Uh, maybe a week if you have if you don't have too much time. But this is the first thing you have to do before you get started with anything. Get your hiragana down, get your katakana down. There's no magic formula. It's write it down a lot of times. It's say it a lot of times. That's it. Okay? Now you've done that. That should have taken you a week at most. Now, from here on out, for a while, you're going to keep writing them every day, okay? Every single day, right at the charts, it'll take you less than two minutes. Every single day, keep doing that. You'll never forget them. Bam, you're done that. Congratulations, my friend. You are done the first step. After that, you're going to pick up a book. That book is called Heisig, and it's about the meanings of the kanji, okay? So there's many miles of internet uh, internet's articles written about that if it's a good idea if it's a bad idea I think it's a good idea if you don't agree with me that's cool I think it's a good idea and that's the way I did it so that's what I'm saying in here Heisig is a book that has a kanji for example it might have a kanji for money or kane and it says it means money and that's it that's all it does it doesn't tell you how to read it it doesn't tell you anything else about it it says this means money that's it okay and it shows you the parts of it as well too so it breaks down the kanji into parts, tells you what the parts mean, and then what the whole thing means. Now, if you if you open up the, I'll put a link in the show notes page, of course, what I mean. But it does that for all the the major, the basic kanjis, two thousand or something. Not exactly two thousand, a little bit less than two thousand, but it's not important. So it does that for all the kanji. Okay, if you see this kanji, you don't know how to read it in Japanese, but you know it means this. That's all it does. Okay. Now this is incredibly powerful. 
So many people have told me that don't like it, say it's a waste of time because you don't read how to learn anything. Once you finish that book, you're no, you're not really any closer to reading a newspaper, a Japanese newspaper, right? But I argue you are because if you could look at the newspaper, you see those kanji in a row. You say, okay, that one means fish. That one means stick. That one means trade. That one means something. You can kind of, okay, well, maybe they're talking about the fish trade or they're talking about the, the fishing trade is low if there's kanji that means low or something in that sentence, right? So yes, you can't read it. Of course, you can read the hiragana katakana in that sentence, but you can't read the kanji yet. So let's say you agree with me. You say, okay, I'm on, I'm on the Haysig train. I want to do this, James. It's a great idea. You're going to want to set up a SRS, which means spatial repetition software. What that does is it's basically fancy flashcards, okay? Breaking down the simplest form. You put in the front of the card. It'll be the kanji. Uh, it'll be the word, so money, for example. And then you have to get on a piece of paper. I use nice ruled paper, but you can use whatever paper you like. And then you have to write on the back the kanji for money. If you can do that without any hints or anything, you would say that's a pass. If you could not do that, that's a fail. If it's a pass, it'll come back to you in a few days, maybe four days or whatever. If you failed it, it'll come back sooner. So if you know a kanji easily, it'll come back. It'll always come back, but it'll be a little bit longer term until it comes back. If you don't learn it, it'll come back sooner. So you do that for all the whole book. And we're talking 2,000 flashcards you're going to make here. Now, Sounds like a lot, but I think I I got I made a flashcard for all those in about about two two months three months maybe something like that. And uh, there's also other there, you don't have to just do it that boringly, right? You can write kind of stories about it. So how the casing works is they'll they'll give you the parts of the kanji and you have to write what the total part of it is. So if you have, for example, if you have um, let me think of a good one here, one part that might say heart. You know that's it's the, the kind this part means heart, and then you have a part that says uh, dying, right? So if you put together dying and heart, what does that mean? So if you study enough, you know, it comes up enough, you get, oh, that means, that means forget. And then you write the kanji for forget and then you go, you're, you're on to the next one, right? So it seems like in things like that can kind of make it interesting for you. You can make little stories like whenever my heart dies, I forget something and then you can write down the kanji for that. And you know, there's websites that'll help you do that, make little stories for your Hasig flashcards that make them more interesting. But get through Hasig, okay? Wrap up, I kind of rambled on there too much about Hasig, but get through Hasig, right? That's what you got to do. If you really want to learn the kanji, be able to write them all, get through Hasig, right? And it's not easy. Some people don't like it, but I like it. And I used it to its full effect for a long time. I was a sad day when I stopped doing my Anki deck, actually. I still remember it. Uh, I think my wife was pregnant and stuff, you know, I was working and stuff. I was still ALT at this time, doing translation as well at the same time. No ALT Insider yet, I do not think so. And, uh, yeah, the one day I was too busy or something, I just couldn't do it. And I'd, and I'd done it every single day for four years straight. I did my all my Anki cards. And I remember when I stopped doing that, it was a, it was a sad day. But no one's fault but mine. I could have kept doing it, but I let it go. I could have stayed up later, later if you didn't do it, but I did not do it. It is my fault. But, yeah, hey, it would be just become a part of your life is a key point like this stuff just becomes a part of your life doing your heisei cards that's what you got to do you know so next step is doing the grammar okay so you get of course once you know the kanji and how to how, what they all mean not how to read them yet you know what they all mean it's time to study some grammar right so how are you going to do that so what i recommend is starting in the beginning you have to start out with some grammar books right some like learning japanese grammar books simple right there's no other way about it 
Natural materials are always better, but at this stage, you're not ready for those yet. So the best one I recommend is Ty, Ty, Ty Kim's, Ty, I forget how to say his name, Ty Kim's, um, Ty Kim's grammar uh, thing online. You can find it. All the simplest grammar that you need to know right there in the sample sentences. So what you're going to do is, similar to the here, how you learn the kanji, is put the sample sentences in your Anki deck. On the front, though, you don't write the kanji out. You write how to read them out. So then, when you that card comes up in your Anki deck, you see the, let's say, uh, you know, I don't know, Watashi wa James des. So there's only one kanji in the whole sentence, right? Watashi wa watashi. So you just write that out, watashi, in the hiragana form, and then put a little star after watashi. Then your job is to write watashi, the kanji of it, and the full sentence in hiragana, whatever it is. So you write that out, and then you check the back of the card. Did you write it correctly? Yes or no? If you said yes, that card will come again, but later in the future. If you got it wrong, it'll come up sooner. So you're going to want to do this with every single grammar point that is possible in Japanese. Of course, you start with levels, right? You don't do all at once. You don't have to put in 400 cards at once. But let's say you get you want to do the basic grammar points. So put two or three sample sentences from that Tai Kim's book or whatever the book you want to get in there, and then start studying, right? So... This is really it, right? This is all you have to do. Start slow with simple grammar points, then build your way up, build your way up, build your way up. Now, your your Anki deck now is going to have, you know, your Heisig kanji. It's going to have some grammar points. It's going to have a lot of stuff. So over time, though, you're going to get, you know, every time you see that sentence, your mind just gets, gets it input, 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 input. You're going to pick up the meanings, and that's just how it goes, right? So the longer you go, the more advanced stuff you can put in there. And, you know, once you get past a certain point, you'll be ready to put in real sentences, right? Not from a textbook, not from a learning textbook, or maybe from a manga you like, right? Manga is a great place to get real sentences. So what I would do, I've done it hundreds and not thousands of times, is manga I liked, I would see a sentence, okay. I know I can understand what that means, but I'm not sure that kanji is kind of, not sure about how to read that kanji yet. So I'd put that sentence in my Anki deck, after, of course, checking jisho.org to see how to read the kanji and then put that in my deck. And then th the point of that card would be to learn the kanji, right? But not just in that, though. I'm getting the whole sentence, right? So I'm learning, you know, another repetition of how to use the kanji, the context of the kanji. If you want to put a picture in your in your flashcard, that works too. And it's just an endless, not struggle, because that makes it sound negative. It's just an endless stream of flashcards you're adding to and adding to and adding to. And more kanji you see, more stuff you see. And that's really it. That's really all I did in terms of study, hands-on study. Outside of that, outside of the flashcard world, I did read um, manga in my free time too. I try to read books, try to read real natural materials 100% of the time. Also try to listen to Japanese as much as I can 100% of the time. When I was living alone, single in my apartment, Leo Powell's apartment, shout out to Leo, apartment, <laughs> Leo Powell's apartments, I would always have... Uh, Japanese DVD on, no question. Just it would be on on repeat. So always hearing Japanese audio in my mind. Always, 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 never not on. You want to make your life to be as Japanese as you as you want, as you can possibly make it. Of course, you want to get Japanese friends, that kind of stuff too. If you're in Japan, especially, you want everything around you to be Japanese. So when you get away from your flashcard life, your flashcard little bubble, you're still in Japanese, right? That's what you want to do. So it's really a simple process. I mean, I mean, it sounds so simple here. I remember when I first heard it, I was like, oh, that sounds so simple. I can do that. And it is simple. But it's not the hardest part is not doing it. The hardest part is keeping at it. 
that is the thing that makes it hard. That's what separates the people that make it happen to those that don't make it happen. I, being honest, feel a sense of failure, right? Because I have not passed N1 and I had that goal of N1. I really did. And I thought, if I just do this flashcard game, I'm going to get there one day. But I, I could not keep it going. I did not keep it going. So I am I am a victim of this. I'm a victim of 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 not letting it go, not not keep it pushing it, right? So that's gonna be your hardest point. When do you tap out of the of the flashcard grind and the Japanese grind? I got luckily I passed N2, but I didn't get to N1. Will you tap out sooner than that? Will you go longer than that? Will you get N1 and get an awesome job and you know you're doing interpretation, live interpretation, which I think is the hardest job to do i cannot understand that people can do that but that's where i think the hardest thing is one other point i want to get to before i wrap this thing up hope i didn't ramble too much i don't think i did but maybe i did um one thing i want to get to is let's say you get the golden ticket for on the jet program you get the interact you get the dispatch company you get however you get to go to japan um going to japan is a chance to learn japanese it is not a guarantee a lot of people think come to japan and think okay i'm in japan i'm gonna learn japanese it's just gonna happen right but i would say most people that come to japan you know people that come here for to work do not learn japanese in any real way they learn enough to say you know no bag please or you know diet coke please or something like that but they don't learn real they don't really learn it and that's because they don't try and this all comes back to my first question. How badly do you want to learn it, right? Is it something that you're willing to work hard for? Because that's what it takes. It takes hard work, not giving up, maybe, you know, not traveling as much as some people that uh, that do travel because, you know, that you know there might be a cool jet party and stuff. They're going to skiing for three days and something. And when I was hardcore, I, could, I didn't do that kind of three-day trips or anything because I knew that if I didn't do my Anki deck – those cards were going to build up, build up, and I'll be three days later until I was fluent in Japanese, which I'm still not. But I thought, that's how I thought about it. So I dedicated my life to that, to learn Japanese. And that's why I think I got to the, even the meager point I did of N2, you know. And uh, yeah, so just keep that in mind. If you come to Japan, it's awesome. You have a great chance to learn Japanese. You're in the best place to do it, but it's only a chance. It is not a guarantee. It does not just come. It comes with a lot of hard work and your location and how much work you put in. It's all a big, it's all a big, um, what's a big way to say it? A big stew of hard work, location, yeah, making a thousand and thousand of, of cards to make it, you know, to make awesome Enki deck that you just keep studying from. It's The main thing is not giving up, you know? So that's how I recommend learning Japanese. There's no cool way. There's no like, yeah, if you listen to this podcast, it's great. And I don't recommend those stupid podcasts like Japan Learning Podcast. What's it called? J-Pod or whatever. J J jj pod or whatever it is the one because i think that's not natural situation enough for me i think you want to stick to real if you want to let this to a podcast let's do a, a podcast that's made by japanese people for japanese people and that's how you get a real podcast experience of course when you first listen to it you'd be like what is this i'm lost but here's the trick you go to ones aimed at low younger people until you kind of find ones for you so you might be listening to a podcast that are for like kindergarten people but still you'll be understanding it enjoying it, keeping the Japanese world while you keep doing your Anki decks on the side. That's how you do it, my friends. So quick recap, because I do think I rambled on. I'm over 20 minutes here. I was I think it would be a 10-minute episode. Nope. So here we go. Learn Japanese. The It's not ALT inside away because there's many other people that recommend this way. So the way I did it, I should say. The way that James from altinsider.com 
learn Japanese to the, the low level of N2 as he did. Here we go. First, ask yourself, do you really want to do this? There's no point in doing it if you not really want to go deep in here, right? Are you willing to cut off a finger to learn Japanese? Figuratively. Yes or no? If you say yes, if you say yes, if you say yes, please continue on. Next step, hiragana katakana. This is the easiest part of the whole thing. This takes you a weekend if you're, if you're dedicated, right? Every day, write it, say it, get out of here. You're already done, right? Get out of my office. Hiragana katakana, easy. Next, heisig kanji. This is going to take a few months, right? Two or three months. And it's going to suck, right? Because you're not going to be learning any grammar during this time. You're going to be like, what am I doing? I'm wasting my time. You're not wasting your time, my friends. You are learning all the meanings to all the radicals, all the parts of the kanji, all the kanji. You're going to be a master. There are many times still to this day, there's kanji like, oh, I can't remember how to read that. But I know what it means because I'm a Heisig disciple. More than that, I'm a Heisig lover. I am not ashamed of my love for this man. If I met this man, I would fillet this man. I'm just kidding. Might have to edit that out. I don't know. But Heisig is cool. His methods really work for me. Some people don't like it. Some people are masters of Japanese. They never do Heisig. I liked it. Next, it's time for grammar, my friends. How do you learn grammar? Of course, you have to start with these learning Japanese books for low-level people. Take Him has a great grammar guide. I recommend that one. There's a lot of other books. It doesn't matter where your book is. The basic books doesn't matter. Who cares? These are the debates about is Mina no Hunga book good or whatever. Who cares? Beginning books, they're all the same. They talk about the basic stuff. All you want, you can read the book, sure. Maybe do the exercises if you want to. It's not necessary, though. You just need this, the example sentences to put them into your Anki deck to then keep doing the flashcards of all those things, right? That's all you want to do. Once you do that for a month or two, go a little step up. Now it's time for some harder grammar points. Anki deck, Anki deck, every day, every day, every day. Got that down? Next step up. More, 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 more. Once you get about, once you get, once you're past the, you know, six, eight months into this, now you're ready for real Japanese materials. Like for you, there's something called the internet, and those are endless. Amazon.co.jp, endless source of sentences for you to copy and learn kanji from. Every website in the history of the world, right? There's thousands of sentences. I used to take pictures when I was on the walk to my to my school to Geos. I would take pictures, not Geos. I was in LTO at that time. I would take pictures of like signs and say like, okay, that I want to I want to learn what that sign says, right? So it maybe had a kanji I couldn't read or I didn't get the grammar point. I bring it home, do what I do to study it. Probably went to gshow.org, learned it, put it in, boom. And then I would always it would always come back in my Anki deck, and it's a little memory, right? Oh, I remember I took that picture. That was a good memory of Japan for me. And then you just repeat, repeat, repeat. While, of course, you're listening to Japanese when you get a chance, you're listening to real podcasts, watching real movies, doing as much Japanese stuff as you can outside of your, your, your Anki deck, of course. But that's all you do. Repeat, 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 and you thank me later. Learning Japanese is not easy. It's a never-ending quest. I remember when I, when I, before I came to Japan, I thought it was a yes or no thing, right? Can you speak Japanese? Yes, no. But that's not how it is. There's so many levels in between, and... Uh, I am how can I put this in a cool way, in an interesting way. I am not happy with where I am in Japanese. Even though I make money in Japanese, I'm not happy where my Japanese is at because I did not accomplish my final goal. My final goal, my when I my starting point was so strong, I think that's what it got me to this point. So hopefully, if you have that strong feeling too, the same as I did, the kind of strong, yeah, I want to really do this, you can carry you to a part where you're happy with it too. Not too, because I'm not, but one day I hope I will be. So that's what it takes, guys. That's it. 
Hope you enjoyed this episode, intimate episode here with James from ALTinsider.com. I'll see you next week with another awesome interview with who? I'm not going to tell you yet. What are you, crazy? But until then, please enjoy the outro song. I'm going to choose an awesome one here for you. It's going to be a little chill, okay? Because it's kind of a chill episode here. But once, as always, thanks for listening to the show. If you like the show, please do not be afraid to let me know on Twitter, ALT Insider FY, on Facebook, ALT Insider, and of course on the Discord where we have many people here waiting to talk to you about whatever you want to talk about, learning Japanese or otherwise. But until next time, guys, you know what to do. Have more fun. Thanks for listening to the ALT Insider Podcast. For more info on how you can have more fun working in Japan, visit ALTinsider.com. See you next time.